Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Everybody wants to talk about Kenny Pickett and how his year two jump is going to be extraordinary. It's what will carry the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it's what gives this team hope for a Super Bowl. But there are so many more sophomore NFL players on this team that bring the level of competition through the roof. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackfine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talkers. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast today. We're talking about the sophomore players amongst the Pittsburgh Steelers roster. This team is loaded with them, and the talent is unreal. Last year, we were talking about Pat Fryermuth and Najee Harris and those year two jumps and how extraordinary these two will be. And I think both of them, to some degree, met the expectations that we were looking for. Najee Harris dealt with injuries. Pat Fryermuth dealt with concussions. I understand. But when they were on the field and they were healthy, they were two of the best players that the Pittsburgh Steelers roster consisted of. This year, there might be four or five of them that come through and impress and drive this team to wherever it ends up in 2023. Obviously, it starts with Kenny Pickett, the quarterback. It's an it's the NFL. Those two just go hand in hand. If the Pittsburgh Steelers have any opportunity to go out and win a Super Bowl, they have to have Kenny Pickett playing well throughout the entire season. This guy determines the fate of this team as every quarterback determines the fate of of their team. That's why these guys get paid nearly $60 million a year. It's while Kenny Pickett was a first round pick in a draft class that had one quarterback go in the first round, because when you are deserving of a first round pick and you are a quarterback, you will be selected in the first round. And as a sophomore in the NFL, his second year, that year two leap, everybody expects him to become the next it for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the next quarterback that carries this team for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But he's not alone. George Pickens talked about being snubbed from the Pro Bowl, and I don't necessarily agree that he was snubbed from any Pro Bowl. I think that him not getting in maybe was deserved, maybe some consideration because he was a rookie. I think he should have had some consideration as Offensive Rookie of the Year just to acknowledge the great play that he put on the field but I don't think he was snubbed from a Pro Bowl. What I will say is this. If he doesn't make a Pro Bowl this season, two things must have happened. The Pittsburgh Steelers ended up in the Super Bowl, or he just fell off. But if he continues in the trajectory that he showed as a rookie, 
George Pickens is going to be a monster. I'm talking a monster on the field. He might be one of the best wide receivers in football by the end of the season. I thought that he had that opportunity last year, but he dealt with bad quarterback play, bad offensive coordinator play, and a terrible run game. What are you going to do for most of the season when you are the only weapon that has any hope of making extraordinary plays week in and week out? This week, or this year, excuse me, there are enough weapons for this team to say George Pickens could be a monster. He could carry this team in receiving yards. He could carry this team in touchdowns. He could be the superstar that he should have been or will be, excuse me, as a sophomore in the NFL. Pro Bowl, that's the easiest check mark he should come across in 2023. But he's not alone. Calvin Austin already looks like a menace. And every time I talk to this guy, he just tells me, just been working, man. Just been working hard. I'm pretty sure he hasn't left the facility since his injury happened. And most guys want to get out and go train on their own and rebuild themselves. I'm pretty sure Calvin Austin slept in his locker and said, hey, look, at, we're just putting together winning performances after winning performances each and every day so that we could get back on the field, get our first NFL season down and show this league what we're made of. This guy, he was impressive last year. And that's what you keep going back to. Every time he impresses you at practice, every time he impresses you in an interview, every time he tells you how hard he's working, you just think of last year and say, well, this guy was turning heads in training camp a year ago. He got hurt. So the expectation has to be, well, this is the bar. He was turning heads a year ago. He should just get better. He should be more comfortable with Kenny Pickett. He should be more comfortable with all of these guys because he already had a year to just kind of watch and catch passes and do the minimal things that he was able to do while he was trying to return from injury. Calvin Austin is a guy that I don't know what his role is going to be in Pittsburgh, but I expect it to be way higher than and way more than any of us expect or anticipate. I think that he's going to be one of the guys for Kenny Pickett, and he's going to be a playmaker in Pittsburgh. And I'm telling you, if George Pickens has one of those phenomenal years, Calvin Austin might be right behind him. Same with Deontay Johnson. Same with Allen Robinson. But Calvin Austin, he might turn into something real special this season. Then there's that last one on offense named Jalen Warren, who's already working on two running back sets with Najee Harris, who's been very open about how they're trying to get both of their star runners on the field at the same time, which makes total sense when you have two guys that are that capable in all three aspects of a football game, run, pass, and block. But what I think is most impressive about Jalen Warren is when you talk to him, he said, I haven't changed anything up. I didn't do anything different this offseason. I did the same stuff, and somehow I ended up bigger, stronger, and faster than I've ever been before. Maybe it's just the mountains of Utah where the magic happens. And he laughed when I said that. And I said, hey, Jalen, you know, the dream for a lot of people is to just go chill in the mountains of Utah, find themselves and get better as a human being. Maybe the fact that you were up there training to become an NFL superstar, the magic of the mountains just said, let's make him an NFL superstar. And he laughed, but he kind of looked at me like there's a possibility. Jalen Warren is a dude that I expect to have a great season behind Najee Harris I also expect Najee to have a great season and I don't think he oversteps him or becomes the starter at any point in the year I just expect him to be that one-two punch and really be utilized as that one-two punch I don't expect this to be last year where it was still Najee Harris's team 
and Jalen Warren kind of came in on third downs. I expect Jalen Warren to be a fully participated part of this offense, a fully used part of the game plan for Matt Canada, for Kenny Pickett, to get Najee Harris off the field, to utilize Najee in different ways, and also to utilize Jalen Warren in different ways. This guy looks big, strong, and fast. And as a sophomore, I mean, if you didn't do anything different, everybody talks about that year one to year two leap where you learn how to be an NFL player and train better in this whole nine. Jalen Warren just came in here and said, look at everything I've done has gotten me to this point. Why would I change anything up? And he didn't. And he looks better. And somehow he's just getting more efficient with it. Somehow he's getting stronger with it. Somehow he's getting faster with it. And if everything adds up, he should just get better in his sophomore year with the Steelers. And finally, there's a guy that I think is a sleeper who's impressing, who picked off Kenny Pickett in practice and didn't care that he picked off Kenny Pickett in practice. He just said, look it, I don't care who's throwing the football. I'm out here to play everybody and anybody. Nameless gray faces. And I could not help but laugh. And that is Mark Robinson. The hope for Mark Robinson all offseason long was Mark Robinson is going to be a guy that they want to see take a step forward at inside linebacker. They hope that the small amount of playing time last year carries over into this year and he's able to build off of that and really establish a role for himself, if not as the starter, as the primary backup. And I think that he's doing so so far. I think he's the reason that the Steelers have kind of held back from signing a superstar in the middle outside of Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts. I think that maybe that had something to do with Quan Alexander not getting a deal done. But I do think that Mark Robinson is impressing early and often. And at this point, with Cole Holcomb missing time because of his foot injury and the Steelers are slowly working him into the into the rotation and into anything more than individual drills. Mark Robinson is getting plenty of reps and he's taking full advantage of those reps. And he keeps talking about taking full advantage of those reps and how every moment, especially this season, is an opportunity that he has to take advantage of. I don't know what my expectations or where my bar is for Mark Robinson because I don't know how much you could evaluate an inside linebacker during OTAs and say this guy is going to be a superstar. You could have said George Pickens levitated through the air and snagged footballs last year like I did and anticipated that this dude was going to be a monster. But at inside linebacker, you got to put those pads on. You got to be hitting people. You got to be able to stay physical and stay with route runners, which is a big part of what makes an inside linebacker successful these days while the pads are on, while this is full speed. But if it's early and the evaluations are all we have right now, Mark Robinson looks like a dude who could find himself in the mix of these sophomore guys. These DeMarvin Leal's taking a step forward. George Pickens hunting a Pro Bowl. Calvin Austin getting on the field. Jalen Warren establishing himself as a true star running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wherever Mark Robinson's bar is, as of right now, I expect him to hit it. And I expect him to join that group of second-year guys on the Pittsburgh Steelers roster that are set to make a pretty significant step forward in their NFL career. And if the Steelers have four or five of those guys, this team's going to be a lot better than we anticipated. 